And as the slogan says, that's why mums go to Iceland. (laughs) 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 We'll cut that bit out. Oh, mate. So is your New Year's resolution eat fewer cakes? Actually, no, because I've tried that before and it doesn't work. Right? I just, just it's, my, it's my thorn in my side, all right? I know what Paul's talking about. He <laughs> just has to live with it. Paul had an addiction to yum-yums. That's what it was. <laughs> yes. yes, he did. Hey, guys, and welcome to... <laughs> we can't cut it all out. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 4 of season 2 of our Real Talk podcast. I'm joined by Joshua Gale yes, and Joshua Smith and I'm Callum here in the middle. We've been enjoying the snow this week, the weather? Yeah, it's been alright. We've had a surprising amount of snow in Leicester, England, United Kingdom, world, if you want an address. Um, <laughs> It's been fun, hasn't it? Like I was, I was driving home on Friday night last week after doing our youth live stream, and it, it was like driving through a blizzard. It's just so much fun. The snowflakes the size of your head are wow. massive. I don't particularly like snow. I find it a nuisance. Of course you But was. Alice enjoys it a lot. I feel like that's a general theme between you two. I don't really like anything, and Alice loves everything. Is that it? <laughs> New Year's resolutions, snow, Christmas, Christmas, yeah, the seeds in the soil. Like. No, that's the bit I like. Okay. Cool. Yeah, no, it's been fun. We've, um, I think I've been on two walks in the snow, and Levi built a snowman. Oh, he didn't build it on his own because he's not much. <laughs> sculpted yeah. himself. Rolling we just beautiful. stood him there and cased him in snow. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't. I was going to say, there's some, some numbers we need to call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been fun though. Although day four of snow, so the snow comes, this lovely blanket on the ground, really pretty, nice in the trees. And then it turns to slush and then it turns to ice and mm. then people crash. So yeah. this week I've seen four cars like parked over by the side of the road because I've crashed. Oh my god. Two with snapped axles. So they've Whoa. clearly gone down a road, hit a curb, and it's completely snapped their wheel. Oh, One smashed into a street lamp. Idiots. Oh, wow. <laughs> like if it if you're watching this, if it's snowing, drive more slowly. <laughs> so for context for some of our international viewers, we've had we've had six inches of snow roughly, I would say. Really? Uh, between four and six. Which depending on where you are in the world is either like yeah, massive. a massive or it's just like that's oh that's a nice spring Standard. morning yeah yeah I'm a bit traumatized I made a snowman and it got it got demolished I saw it happen as I walked away two lads came and just like totaled it, <laughs> it was, I love that I was crying I love that I was gonna go over and flip out of them that but. would be me that would be me someone's built a snowman me as a younger person not now I'm a responsible adult I'm 20, 28 now um, but uh, alright mate he's jogged on let's knock that snowman out <laughs> I was gonna say to be fair like smashing snowmen is real it's fun it's great fun that's so much fun so you're an 100% idiot then I try not to do it to other people annoying people that ruin hard work I put Greg was a lovely snowman and I put love and care into him and now he's dead because of you did you, people like you. <laughs> Josh personally. Did you leave your scarf with him and give him a carrot and everything? No, 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 no. Ryan actually put he went back later and sandwiched the carrot for dinner. <laughs>
But genuinely, it was a snowman massacre. There was about 20 snowmen on Victoria Park, and now there's just like 20 mounds. See, this is the thing about snow, right? It's nice when it happens. It's good for two things. One, throwing snowballs at your teachers when you're in school. (laughs) Two, watching people fall over. (laughs) That's all the snow's good for. (laughs) You just love people falling over. I love watching people fall over. I think the younger or older they are, the funnier you (laughs) find (laughs) (laughs) Children and old people. Like, it's just all about... Obviously, you act with compassion, so you'd go and help them up. But the instant response is just... Or or people falling off bikes. I love that. Not in serious collisions, but like I saw a guy on a moped earlier on outside near my house. He was doing Just Eat. And at the time I was like, why are you doing Just Eat on your moped when there's ice on the road? I mean, it's not worth the money. But he pulled out. And as he pulled out, the back wheel just slipped and just fell over. He wasn't going anywhere, but then he just stacked (laughs) it. That was great. This reminds me of when my brother, um, so he got a moped when he was like 16. He had a moped. He had a moped. No way. um, At a top speed of like 28 miles per hour or something. (laughs) That was great. It sounded like a hairdryer. (laughs) Uh, But he he liked it. He used it to get around a lot. Um, He was sitting in in the driveway. (laughs) And... uh, it was at Sharice's parents and her parents pulled into the drive and waved at him. This was like when he first got it. And he waved back and just like with both hands and then the moment just fell off. It's so <laughs> sideways. <laughs> just, just like waved and then just fell off, fell off right there in the drive, stationary. But the snow's been fun. Have you enjoyed it? I have done, yeah. Yeah, I've made, made a snowman. A similar story, made a snowman, went out for a walk an hour later and he's gone. The thing is, usually there's like a pile of like dismembered body. But, and it was just completely gone. So I don't know if someone nabbed it or... I have um, I've quite traumas of actually like ice and stuff and walking on ice. Because when I was younger, I broke my collarbone for a second time whilst having a snowball fight. Genuine. This right. one wasn't even my fault. This one wasn't your fault. No, so first time, it was actually someone else's fault because it wasn't like entirely m- me just being an idiot and falling over. So the first time was chasing a frisbee like a lost yeah. puppy. The second time, time was throwing a snowball. So <laughs> yeah, genuinely. So um, we were in a scouts camp uh, and there was loads of snow on the ground for the scouts camp. It's like great snowball fight, but like scouts lads are so boisterous. Yeah. They just like, for some reason, they always just want to scrap each other. And maybe it was just mine and Glen Parva Scouts. <laughs> well, rough, rough ends. Um, but yeah, so everyone was throwing snowballs and stuff. And this lad, like, I got him right in the face, like a proper good shot. shot. Yeah. Uh, and I think he didn't want any of that. So we're all laughing around. And then he fully, like, rugby tackled me, as you do, you know, to take down someone who's just throwing a snowball in your face. He rugby tackled me, but we were on, like, the path, like the concrete pavement. So I went straight onto my shoulder. But the ah. thing is, I didn't want to snitch on him because he was quite a good friend. So I just told literally everyone that, oh, I just slipped over on ice during a snowball fight. And she get ridiculed for it. Funny story, because I didn't really make a big deal out of it. My dad, like, even though it, it was literally my shoulder was that, like my dad, it was like, made me bend my arm around. I was like, oh, it's fine. Send me to school for a whole week. A whole week. I had like things like extra food tech. I had like design, PE, kind of about 10 bags. It was food hampers and stuff. So we had to take in loads of cans. I was struggling like about like on the edge of tears. And my, my friend's mum who dropped us off is like, Are you sure you're okay, Josh? I was like, yeah, <laughs> just like year seven me, just like walking along, just absolutely in agony. The three bags on a broken year collarbone. seven you, shoulder like this, oh. food nugget in your trousers. That was Josh Kelly year seven, guys. Have you ever broken a bone? I've, I've broken, I've broken fingers and toes. I fractured my collarbone once, but I didn't know about it until like six months later. 
No, so, he, I remember him. Like, no, I don't remember you practicing your collarbone because I wasn't oh, no. oh, But no. he always uses this excuse, like if he loses a game of tennis or if he... Oh, all my collarbone. Ball, like, oh, like, we're injuries. at the gym and we're doing like deadlifts and someone lifted more than him. It's like, oh, my collarbone's playing up to there. I was like, <laughs> break that when you're like seven years old. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I'm grateful for the snow. I'm thankful yeah, for the no, it is, it is nice. It's nice. It's, it makes a nice change to the landscape, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. Snow, blue sky, time off work. It could That's be it. worse. Lovely. That's it. I'm thankful. Yeah, there's some things that we're not naturally thankful for, though. Mm. Like, have you ever had like a really bad present or something that just right. you have to try and fake how being just, grateful yeah, for it? How do you react to it? I think that's the real question because you've got to react to it in a way where it doesn't look obvious that mm. you're faking it, but also it doesn't look like you're being overly nice. Because sometimes you can be like, oh, this is, this is everything I wanted. It's yeah, like yeah. a tangerine. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but then sometimes you're like, yeah, this is great. I, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. It's like, oh, thank you. I really appreciate the effort. I really appreciated this cutlery set. Mm. Thanks. It's like, thanks, guys. It's the thought that counts. When someone says that to you after you've bought them a gift, it means it's a naff gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't it. I can tell my story because the, the people who did this are now both with Jesus. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. What the heck? May they rest in peace. They're very great. They gave you a bad but... gift, so you killed them. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> two dice cold. <laughs> yeah, two of us went into the woods. <laughs> 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 no, so um, it was it was Sharice's, um grandparents, and they're both lovely, um, but they were getting on a bit when this happened, and they left me a present at Sharice's house, which is really thoughtful of them. Like, we weren't married yet. Um... And I remember unwrapping it and it was like a lavender soap set. Ooh. And then later on, like, so at the time they went there, I didn't have to fake it. I was like, oh, that's really strange. Like, I didn't want a lavender soap set, but okay, I'll take it. Uh, I gave it to Teresa's mum. <laughs> later on, apparently they asked um, Teresa's parents, like, oh, did, did Callum enjoy his gift? And they obviously lied for me and were like, oh yeah, thank you. It was really good. And they're like, yeah, yeah. It was like this game that all, all of the young people are playing. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> so in my head they wrapped up my gift and they wrapped up like Doris Next Door's gift <laughs> and then put the wrong labels on and she's ended up with some like strange gadget or game oh, that, like, I, I have no I idea what she's doing I've got a lavender soap set I love that yeah did any of your relatives ever get your age wrong like in birthdays and Christmases and stuff all the time my dad my no, nan <laughs> my nan thought I was a year younger than I was all the time <laughs> And I was and I was living with her, and, and I think that's when she started to realise. <laughs> Nev gave her. It's like Josh, have I been living here for a whole year? <laughs> like no, Nan, I was always a year older than you thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I sometimes forget you're not like sixteen years old. Yeah, uh, excuse me. You think I act like a teenager? I've got my own car, got my own flat. I'm I'm an adult. I'm a twenty year old man. With what a did you wearing bum fluff on my face? <laughs> <laughs> what did you have for dinner yesterday? I just want to know. Uh, actually, actually, I had curly <laughs> yeah, fries. Had I had curly fries and two chicken steaks. Mm. That's a solid meal. That's yeah. all right. That's no, no veg. It's middle. I had a carrot from the snowman. I had an apple afterwards. Yeah. All right, cool. I was really expecting you to say Mackey's, to be honest. No, no, genuinely, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I've had one takeaway in the past week. I'm not even Ooh, joking. Other than, tonight. Other than tonight. That's good. Yeah, last week I had one takeaway. That was it. That's good. Oh. Amen. I think there are some things in life that I'm not grateful for. Mm. Like traffic. 
Not grateful for that. You but I don't, think it was, I don't think it was put there to help you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think it's there just... <laughs> hey, Josh, happy birthday! Traffic jam! <laughs> I, I, was, I was about to say how many people, but there are definitely people that do this. Like, sit in a traffic jam and say, thank you, Lord, for this traffic jam. Oh, I'm grateful for what you've sent to me this I morning. I am going to be one of those one day. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll you know what I'm not thankful for? People who do... Um, like on the phone support services. So you know when... <laughs> oh my word. <laughs> this is, I know this is they're there to help me. I know they're working tirelessly. But Eon customer support, <laughs> you guys need to either get better at your job or just put me on an online system where I can sort it out myself. Yeah. Or sponsor us. And then we'll forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. Firstly... They, they have a tech support and oh my word wrap me off every time so you log in and you have to log in with Eon with a password every time it doesn't allow you to save a password don't know why but a the phone app password every time yeah so you have to every time you open up the app you have to do it and so I, I went on because they overcharged us for our electricity and stuff so I went on pretty fuming and I was messaging this guy I think his name was like Sanjeev or something but every time you log in and you message someone and then you just literally put the app into the back you know when you go on a different app on your phone you do that it Resets. logs you out and it stops your conversation that's the worst so oh. half an hour later 10 people later because every time I didn't look at my phone for 5 seconds it just shut off and it logged me out of the conversation I finally got onto Deborah. Bless her. Deborah had the brunt of my anger. <laughs> I came on and I messaged Deborah. Look, Deborah, I've had 10 people today that were trying to sort me out. None of them have got past the hello, what's your problems like stage. And I need to know what's going on. And this, this, this. Turns out it was my fault and I haven't been overcharged. <laughs> but they're all awful. So, Are you not thankful for Deborah then? Oh, <laughs> I'm thankful for Deborah and I'm not thankful for Sanji. <laughs> I tell you what, Deborah was probably not thankful for you, though. <laughs> no, like, she's gone home and was like, oh, I was on the call today with a guy called Josh Gale. And he's a Muppet, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. dude. I was on a call with, with my bank. And uh, it, so everyone's working from home now, which I think makes the problem worse. And so I got through to one guy and he was like, okay, yeah, you need to be on a call with our accounts team so I'll pass you forwards so they did and I spoke to that guy for about like 10 seconds and he was like oh no no I need to forward you on to someone else and they forwarded me back to the first guy <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like no no you definitely need to be on accounts I was like look can you just put me through to someone who's not going to put me back to you please <laughs> That, that's it I'm not grateful for time wasted oh, so I was on a call the other day <laughs> uh, this, is the, this is the podcast call in isn't it yeah. I was on a call with HSBC because we want to get some new windows in our house yeah. so I was going to take out an extra small mortgage and the guy was like oh yeah no worries Josh we'll be able to let you borrow £30,000 extra of course we will no problem then I was on the phone with him for 40 minutes at the end of it he goes bad news mate can't let you have any money <laughs> I was like dude what are you Wasting five minutes of my life, mate. He's What's a really nice guy, you? though. So thank you for taking my call. Just, I appreciate that. Just like one more thing about unthankfulness and time wasted as well. So pets at home. <laughs> pets at home have a new system where it's called click and collect. So you Dude, that's not new. That's that's not been the home it is, Jesus, Jesus was doing click and collect miracles, I mate. Click and collect, <laughs> I think click and collect was older than you. Like. No, no. We're doing click and collect for the first time. And what it is, they can look online and then they can order what they want. It tells you what's in, they order it and come in. But you get those people, you get the husbands that come in. So the wife's ordered it and then they've told the husband, oh, I'll go in and collect yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I've been that They don't husband. know anything yeah. about it. So they come in and they say, hi, I've got an order to click 
clacked. And it could either be a delivered store or a click and clack. So that's already a lot of stuff we could find. That's about 70 orders that could be looked at. And, and then they come in and say... I know where you're going. I they come in and going. say, oh... Um, oh, I've got this to collect. Okay, what's the item? Oh, don't know, mate. <laughs> I was like, lovely. Okay, what's the surname? Oh, it's under Smith. We go around, look for half an hour. Where the heck's this order? We can't find it, can't find yeah. it. Go over, it's like, sure, it's under Smith. It's like, oh, I've just heard. It's not under Smith, it's under Brown. It's like, what the heck? <laughs> so firstly, we don't know what the order is. We don't know what section of the shop the order's in because they don't know whether it's click and collect or click, like order. And they don't even give us the right surname. <laughs> so I'm walking around like an absolute headless chicken Right, and he's just standing there like, oh, you're taking a while, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm taking a while, mate, you're in Muppet. <laughs> what are you doing? You've not given me any information. <laughs> no. So he walks in. I've got an order to collect. Um, oh, that's fine. Do you know what it is? No, mate, don't know. Do you have an order number? No, mate, don't know. Do you have a surname? No, mate, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wife's <laughs> <up>, wife's <laughs> <up>. Well, lovely. I don't care if your wife's sent you. What's your wife's name today? <laughs> uh, uh, what are some of the things we're grateful for? Um... Delivery drivers, grateful for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, true story. Amazon. Oh, mate. I'm grateful for the guy at Pets at Home that sorted me out when I had no idea what order I was collecting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful for, at the moment, friends and family. Yeah. Because when we're locked down, there's little that you can do. Having people around your life that are a good influence on you and that genuinely care, I'm so grateful for those people at the moment. Yeah, for sure. Mm. You know what, as well, like... Especially at the moment. I know it's like, it's the thing to say to make yourself look really, really like thoughtful, but, but frontline like workers, yeah. honestly, yeah. I, know, I know a couple of people are like yeah. nurses or, uh, my wife works in a preschool that is still open. Um, and it's just like people that are literally putting themselves at risk every day, every day. to keep the country running and to make sure that we can have the yeah, necessities that we're used to. Yeah. Like even just people in supermarkets, like supermarkets are one of the oh, most dangerous seriously. places to be at the moment. There's the most lovely supermarket. Um, assistant at Aldi near where I live. She comes to one of our church campuses and it was Nelly. And regardless of how her day's been, she's always smiling. Like with every customer that comes through, regardless of how rude they are or how impolite they are, she's always smiling. And there's, some, there's something about living out of gratitude that makes you different as well, isn't there? So because we're grateful for those people, when we see them, we go the extra mile about yeah. making a fuss of it or saying thank you or attempting to be a better human for them. Yeah, for sure. So I think gratitude always brings a response in us. Yeah. Being, being a grateful person mm. is, is something important. Um, so just, just something I read, which is really um, quite powerful, is about uh, this concept of loneliness, which obviously at the moment especially is massive. Mm, yeah. So many people lonely. I think as well, loneliness in terms of its long-term health effects is more dangerous than cancer or smoking. Wow. So if, yeah, if you're lonely for a long period of time, you, you're better off smoking. Gosh. Wow. Um, and yeah, the, the biggest factor in overcoming loneliness isn't seeing people and isn't surrounding yourself mm. with friends and family, although that's great and that's helpful. Yeah. It's actually being grateful, like having gratitude for the relationships wow. you have. Wow. That's the single best cure for loneliness. Yeah. And it's so easy to do, being thankful. That's yes, it. it really is. Always. Yeah. Like just thinking Stop. about something and actually just being like, yeah. hey, like, my, I, I, I love this phrase, but like your worst day can be someone's best day. Someone else is probably doing so bad in just their every day of their life. You get people who are in homes they hate being in, yeah, but yeah. they're forced to be in them because <clears> they're <throat> in lockdown. Or they're sleeping rough. And yeah, or they're sleeping rough, or they're starving, or they're in Africa, where maybe they're struggling to even just get a drink for that day. Um, 
there's people who are like that and maybe a day where we're like, oh, man, it's such a bad day. Still people a good would day. love to yeah, be yeah, in a day yeah. like that. <laughs> Yeah. And just to be thankful for some of the little things. Thank you that I've got a roof over my head I can that's go it. back to every evening. Thankful that I've got water that comes out of my tap that's clean. Yeah. Mm. Thankful that I can just That walk. I waste by occasionally leaving the tap running a little bit when I'm brushing my teeth. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's the reality of how blessed we are. Yeah. Thankful that you can just walk like, over the road anytime you want to get food. That's it. You don't have to plan on getting food yeah. in way in advance and it can have such a massive impact on your mood in general as well yeah like so instead of being fr- slight challenge for yourself here josh you ready mm-hmm. instead of being frustrated <laughs> about the the web chat that keeps dropping you just <laughs> actually thankful that actually i i have a bank and yeah. you know i have I, they have a web chat feature there are people on the other yeah. end of the line that can help me with this and that we've got internet yeah, yeah. thankful that massive. yeah We've got electricity in our households. You can turn anything around to... And, it's, to and it sounds practice. silly, doesn't it? I know, uh, we're not saying this stuff to, to make us feel bad for the times that we're ungrateful mm. or to belittle these genuine things that we're talking about. But I mean, I say it in the mornings quite regularly. So if we're waking up and we feel a bit grouchy because <laughs> we're still in lockdown and things haven't changed, uh, we've all woken up with breath in our lungs, yeah. Alice, myself and Levi, and there's something in the fridge for breakfast. Mm. It's not that bad. That's we're it. blessed. We're so blessed. Mm. For sure. That's this idea of, well, of, so maybe you listen to this and you actually feel like you don't have a lot to be grateful for in your life. Um, and I want to say that's rough if that is yeah. your situation. Mm, um, yeah. Like, you know, get in touch and we'll, we'll chat to you and pray with you about that. But God is always good, yeah. whatever your circumstances. And that's something to be grateful for in itself. Like you have been bought for, you have been bought and paid for mm. by the blood of Jesus. Yeah, and that's yeah. something to be thankful for. And actually, you're, yeah, like you say, like you're alive at this moment. Um, mm. which is more than some people can say. And that's something to be thankful for. Mm. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Very good. Why mm. is it important to be grateful, apart <laughs> from some of the things we talked about already? <laughs> I think ungratefulness rubs off on others. Yeah, true. Mm. And I think if you're never never thankful for anything, and maybe, I don't know, even for us, you know, we all lead something in some format in church, in our ministries, if we're not being thankful for things, yeah. like how can the people we lead end up being thankful for maybe things we do? Mm. If we're if we're if you're breeding a, a, a like a mindset of unthankfulness, it's it rubs off on others. It does. It really does. True. Like True. all the time, it's contagious, isn't it? Yeah. In the same way that thankfulness and gratitude is. Yeah, that's it. And people are always taken aback by it. So yeah. And and thankfulness, gratitude, maybe I'm slipping into just common courtesy and politeness for a moment, but. Like the checkout person, or if you go to a McDonald's drive-thru, mm. I've got this thing at the minute where they say, hello, welcome to McDonald's, can I take your order, please? And I'll say, hi, how's your day going? And they're always like... Yeah. Like, this person's asking me questions? Is, yeah. that, is that a meal? Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. people just Sorry, don't ask. fresh out of that. <laughs> yeah. people, people, typically, most people, especially in the moment, we can all, we can all fall victim to being very insular yeah. and quite selfish in our mentalities. So I think anything that throws you perspective on somebody else and says thank you for what we do have is going to be helpful this is a, a Forbes article I can't guarantee that any of it's factually correct but seven proven benefits of gratitude and gratitude opens the door to more relationships there you go maybe that's true and uh, not only does saying thank you constitute good manners but showing appreciation can help you win new friends that's quite cute mm. gratitude improves physical health mm. grateful people e- experience fewer aches and pains and they've often report feeling healthier than other people. 
cool. Gratitude improves psychological health, yeah. reduces the number of toxic emotions, mm. ranging from envy to resentment to frustration, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, gratitude enhances empathy and reduces aggression. So if you're angry, mm. be thankful, mm. maybe. Yeah. Um, grateful people sleep better. That's mm. cool. Grateful people have higher self-esteem and gratitude increases mental strength. So even before the spiritual benefits of being grateful and living a thankful life, there's still, why not say thank you for stuff? That's something as well. It's even, it's almost something these like, you know, these like pseudo spiritual, like life coaches and gurus and things. Yeah, yeah. That's something they tap into yeah. because it's, 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 a it's fundamentally principle. a biblical principle, yeah. mm. but there's just something about being grateful, which is just good for you on every level. Definitely. So mm. even if you're ignoring the spiritual benefits, it's yeah. good for you. Yeah. That's it. It's really good. Um, yeah. It's, it's talking about the spiritual benefits though. I've got a, a Bible verse for us. Psalm 100. Uh, great Psalm. Verses four and five. Uh, and it says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. Wow. And it's this idea of like gratitude being uh, one of the keys into God's presence. That's cool. Uh, mm. Like, it's, it's when we're grateful for things. Like we're, we're supposed to come into his presence overflowing so with thank thankfulness you. and praise. Yeah, yeah. Because like I said, we have things to be uh, thankful for. He's good and his love endures forever. Mm. That's, where, that's a place to start if you can think of nothing Very else. Good. Don't you think it's essential that we start our prayers with thankfulness yeah. and thanksgiving? I do it all the time now, naturally. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Start off by thanking and then you ask. Yes. Yeah. So easy to ask before you thank in your prayers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I heard an analogy, a couple of things in my Bible in the year recently, um, where this is like us when we pray, typically. You go into a doctor's waiting room, and he says, oh, hi, what's wrong with you? And you give them a list of loads of things that's wrong with you, and then you go, oh, sorry, I've got to go. And you leave the room, and they go, oh, sorry, I've, I've not given you the diagnosis yet. Like, sometimes that's <laughs> us with God. Like, oh, God, can you do this, 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 this? And then just as he's about to speak, we go, oh, sorry, mate, timed out. <laughs> yeah. um, the other thing I heard that was really helpful about thankfulness and gratitude, this story, true story, of a guy who was born into the highest class in the class system in India, born into a Hindu family, found Christ, got rejected by his family. They, they did a funeral service for him, even though he's still alive, oh, just wow. to show the extent of how far they'd cut him off. Um, he ended up sleeping rough. He'd walk all day, sleep on park benches at night. He then got involved with Alpha and became an Alpha rep over there somewhere. But he said in an interview with Nicky Gumbel, the head of HTB, that he is so grateful because what he'd gained was so much more than what he'd lost. Wow. Uh, we have so much to be grateful for if we know Jesus. Wow. So much. So what good is it to gain the whole world but lose your soul? That's it. Mm -hmm. Which now we're all singing the song in our head, right? Good is it. <laughs> Tim Hughes, legends. So this is 1 Thessalonians 5, 18. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for those of you who belong to Christ Jesus. The verses before that, verse 16, always be joyful. That's mm. a short verse, yeah. simple. 17, never stop praying. And then 18 goes on to talk about being thankful. Wow. That is his will for us. So if you want to know what God's purpose for your life is, start by being thankful. Mm. Yeah. And it won't only allow you to enter into his presence, but he'll also highlight what the purpose of your life is. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's funny. It's often when you get in conversation, and I've done it myself as well, of like, oh, what's, what's God's will for my life? Like, what's his plans for me? Mm. And then you, you slip into moaning. Yeah, yeah. And actually, like, the one thing that, well, not the one thing, but one of the things you can be certain that his will for you is, is, is to be mind, yeah. thankful and yeah. to always be grateful for things. Yeah. yeah. Moaning to God always makes me laugh. Because, like... I mean, it's a biblical principle, and it's okay to deal with some of your frustrations yeah. with him. But yeah, also, absolutely. Come but, back to praise. Yeah. 
imagine like you go to God and you complain about this, this and this and you, you say, oh, I need you to do this, this and this. And it's like, well, wh- why aren't you thanking me for what I've already done yeah. for you? I, why aren't you thanking me for dying on the cross for you <laughs> when you're coming to ask for me to do this, this and this? And you're not even thanked me for giving you the ticket into heaven. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. it's True, just man. a funny com- concept, True. isn't it? Especially when we so often moan because things aren't convenient. So we're not thankful because aspects of our life aren't convenient. And then you almost hear Jesus kind of go, well, the cross wasn't convenient, was it? No. Yeah. And actually being thankful for what we do have, even though at times it's inconvenient, I think it's such a healthy life lesson. And you've got another passage you were going to say. Yeah, and it actually gives quite a, I don't know, some great advice here. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guide your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Sometimes when you're anxious or you're worried about stuff, just like um, Thanksgiving and gratitude is the key to solving loneliness. Thanksgiving and gratitude is actually like the ultimate way to find peace in a worrying situation. When you're stressed about exams or you're stressed about this, that or the other, when you start thanking God, your mind becomes at peace. You enter into his refuge um, because God is the he's the perfect refuge, isn't he? Absolutely. Uh, To enter into. He's the ultimate calm in the storm. True. Um, and what it says here literally says, don't worry about anything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. And then you will experience God's peace. I think thanking God is, that's the gateway into entering into God's peace. And part of the key word that you said there was then. Mm. So it's only after we've done the prior does the latter Mm. happen. So only after we don't worry and give thanks do mm. we then receive peace yeah. so I, I think if we're struggling maybe this is not the concept of the conversation today but if we're struggling with anxiety or even low self-esteem or anxious thoughts or worry then if we choose to live out thankfulness then his peace comes to guard our hearts and minds as we live in him mm. but we have to do that bit first yeah. that's what that verse is saying is God's not transactional but sometimes we've got to do our bit and then he says well because you've done yours I'm going to do the rest. It's quite funny. It makes me laugh, actually, how often a lot of um, our, like, treatments and therapies for a lot of mental health issues are, in in a roundabout way, like, based in biblical principles. And there's this idea of gratitude journaling, which is so important in a lot of, yeah, a lot of, like, anxiety treatments is actually finding things every day, like, this is what I'm thankful for, Mm. writing it down. Same with depression as well. It's used to treat depression. Um, Mm. And it's it's in the Bible. It's it's funded in in biblical principles. It literally says... Thank him for all he has done. <laughs> not just the big things. Everything. Thank him for like, literally the smallest thing. Yeah. Like, and not, not even sarcastically. No. Yeah. Genuinely. Just find things to thank him for. I used to do this thing where if I was going to meet someone, maybe this is slightly too spiritual, but I'd say, God, if there's not a parking space, then I'd turn around and go home. Like just believing that he was going to provide for me. And that might be slightly odd. So I'd go somewhere and nearly always when I had a meeting, there'd be a parking space. And I'd get there and I'd say, God, thank you so much for my space. And like the small things of being grateful for the seemingly insignificant everyday detail, I think it helped develop a sense of gratitude for the bigger things. Mm. So it's like you said, it's not just the, the major stones, it's the small grains yeah. that he does. So yeah. sometimes, I, I mean, perhaps uh, I have a slight tendency to to laugh at these people yeah, a little yeah. bit who are like, ah, oh, so I went to Asda and there's a parking space right outside the door and I'm just like, wow, God, that was so you. <laughs> yeah. And there's a part of me that thinks, oh, it's just a parking yeah, space. Yeah, it's just a space, yeah. it's just a space, but he but, cares. But also, yeah, that's, yeah. that's quite, it's quite a cool way to live, isn't it? Yeah, just always it. thanking God for every it's, little thing, noticing it all. It's, it's what's written, so 
if he clothes the lilies and feeds the sparrows, how much more will he not take care of you? <laughs> mm. And I think it's that, and even the parking space, uh, that's just a silly example, but it's him taking care of us and out of that, our response should be, God, I'm so grateful. Mm. Yeah. And imagine if someone thanked you for everything you did, how nice that would feel. Nice and maybe overwhelming. <laughs> but God can't be overwhelmed. So God, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's all right. <laughs> Callum, thank you for getting dressed this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's probably a good even thing. That, even that extreme, you can kind of go, well, God, thank you for allowing me to be able to budget to buy clothes. Yeah. And it seems silly. And maybe because we're so blessed with our material stuff that we forget to be, because we expect it. We think yeah. it's our right. It's not our right. You're yeah. only right when you're born as to death and Jesus pays the price for life, right? That's yeah. the truth. Wow. But I think because we live in a world... That was a throwaway world, comment there, by yeah, the way. Yeah, like, sorry, whoa. Just a big bubble bomb. Um, but because we live in a world that says it's my right to have this or I should have that and I expect it, I think expectation can often be the blockage to gratitude. Yeah, for sure. Actually, it, it's a really, really countercultural thing to say is like you don't have any rights. Like your only right is death. That 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 is something that offends a lot of yeah, people, yeah, that thought. Yeah. But in a way, that's that's a really cool way to live with that mm. belief of... Because then well, you're like, grateful for everything. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm. I, don't, I don't have a right to this food. So I don't have a right to the air in my lungs, but, mm. but God's given it to me anyway. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. all God's. So just be thankful you have access yeah. to it. Yeah. And, <laughs> all and of, of it's course, God's. In, in saying that, don't get me wrong, I'm not downplaying the right to, for children to be loved by their parents. Yeah. I mean, I'm for human rights. Don't hear me wrong. But spiritually, we deserve nothing because he's done it all. We've not paid the price for anything. Mm. So why should we feel entitled to it? Mm. And the money in my bank account is is from him on loan to me and he allows me to keep 90%. So <laughs> That's even the same with that, the air in your lungs and the food in your cupboards. So. He, he, yeah, like seriously. And if we can live with a mentality that says he's done it all, he's made it all, it all belongs to him, then naturally I think our response is to be grateful. Absolutely. So three points for you to take away from this episode then. Psalm 100, Gratitude is a gateway into God's presence. Yeah, spot on, man. Um, secondly, gratitude is part of God's will for you if you know Jesus. Mm. And then thirdly, gratitude, of course, brings peace. It says in verse seven, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. Amazing. Uh, Josh, you want to pray for us? Of course. Well, Lord, let's just start by just thanking you for just everything you've done for us, paying the ultimate price for us to have something we've never deserved, Lord. We've never done ever, anything to gain access to eternal life, um, but you did that for yeah. us. And we're just so thankful for that. We're so thankful for the small things and the big things that you do that we don't even notice, Lord, but you put into play to make our lives a lot easier. Uh, we're just thankful for that sacrifice you made. Lord, I just pray for each one of us that we can just come out of this room uh, and come away from this podcast with just a sense of gratitude because gratitude, it just solves so many things in our lives which can yeah. just take over us and grip us, Lord. It can just like completely eradicate loneliness which can sometimes bring people to their knees. Yeah. It completely gets rid of anxiety and stress in our lives which can drive people into a way of living which just isn't great. Lord, allow us to understand and appreciate what gratitude actually is and allow us to use it in every day of our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Right. Amen. Well, you've been very welcome to, to listen this week. Uh, mm. Live your lives with gratitude. That's See you it. next time. <laughs>